You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Here we go. Let's get ready to suck it! Welcome to your room. Snack bar, Lambeau Field. I was scalded by the cheese of a flaming hot nacho. You play to win the game. He starts to come and then he pulls out. Oh, it's from a slice of gabagool. Finish him. Welcome back to another episode of the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your boys once again, Dom and Mark, back again for another episode. Welcome, 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 my brother. It is fucking episode 28. I didn't mess that up on the Chop Sports Network. How you doing? Here we go. (laughs) 28. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's October now. It's officially October. It's officially fucking horror season. And like, just... And to kick off the horse, it's it's raining and as gloomy as possible. Oh, it's a miserable motherfucking day. Oh today. yeah, this is a day we don't want to. Get, I didn't want to get out of bed. No one's do nothing. But it's a football day, so Jets just give me a win today. That's all yeah, I want. Got, the Jets have Big Zach coming back on the attack. That's right. I made all that run. I like it. But uh, yeah, he's back. Um, and I think of number twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Episode 28. 28. One of my all-time favorite Jets. Yeah. Curtis? That's right, baby. Yeah. the be- One of the best. Curtis, I still have, I, You gave me that jersey, but I still have that Curtis Morton jersey. That's a gem. <laughs> Never getting rid of that thing. Fucking Curtis, man. Like, when you think about all the great running backs, and I'm not just being a homer, mm-hmm. but I don't think he gets talked about enough. No, he don't. He definitely doesn't. And he's really... If you look to statistically, mm-hmm. he's up there. Do you him guys like him? Uh, Fred Taylor never gets talked about either. Yeah, Fred Taylor was great. Great, dude. you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. like there's like those guys for some reason they just and it's not like oh they had a two year run where they were good. You no, know what I'm saying? Like, no, no. I'm talking about guys that were great their whole their whole career. career. Yeah, Curtis was great all the way to the end. Like mm-hmm. he had a couple, you know, he had injuries at the end a little bit, but besides that, man. He was fucking, you knew what you were getting week in, week out with that guy. Absolutely. Like, you don't, you know, I say you don't get backs like that anymore, but you do. But, like. But they don't last. No, nah, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Nobody lasts anymore. And, like, you could sit, people can sit there and, like, they can clown on Zeke and shit. But, yo, he's still kind of doing it, like, pretty consistently. He just can't be the workhorse. Yeah. I mean, but understandably so. We got so. Tony Pollard. We're good. You but know? He's still, yeah, he's. He's still pumping out there, but there's like... But they don't last like no. they used to, man. Hell no. I think the last guy like that was like Adrian Peterson. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Adrian Peterson's probably one of the best running backs I've ever seen in my life. You know, it, and it's funny. <laughs> it's crazy how long he played, too. Yeah. Um, Really? For That's a running back? That's why I think he was one of the last of these backs. One of like a Curtis Martin style back of just longevity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Adrian Peterson, he was the fucking man. Some of his moves, I remember, like, why? Just like, what the fuck? Like, it was unreal to watch. No, some he was one of my favorite running in his prime. He mm-hmm. was one of my favorite running backs to watch. Him, yeah. Ladainian Tomlinson in his prime. Mm-hmm. You know, Emmett in his oh, prime. Yeah, it's, that's my goat. Barry obviously mm-hmm. was like the most entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Barry was that he had no O line, none, zero, like no supporting cast, and. He'd be there'd be fucking defensive tackles five yards in the backfield ready to destroy him, and he'd have them tripping over their fucking own feet. Yeah, 
It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, very, very fortunate to grow up during that time where mm-hmm. we got to see guys like that still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Different game now. Oh, yeah. Just so different. I mean. It's so funny. Like, when you watch, like, uh, uh, in the beginning of the NFL games, they always show, like, the highlight plays and stuff. You know, like, oh, this, it's always, like, old videos from when we were younger. Because yeah. <laughs> that's when all the real highlights were from. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Oh, man. So, what do we got on the... Uh, the old docket today. Um, well, well, well. A lot of different things. We do, we do. <laughs> Quite a bit of a variety, but... Um, to choose from. Any opening remarks uh, regarding your Cowboys today? Um, uh, I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> we're probably... I mean, we're probably, I could see us winning this game. You know? What if Cooper Rush comes out and throws for like 400 yards, four touchdowns? I'd be hyped. And has like a Mike White game. Dude, I'd be hyped. <laughs> but I'm not fooling myself that this dude's like a fucking, you know. It, 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 he'll come in and he's getting the job done. And I've been, I've been surprised. I'm like, okay, he's been, he's been like, he hasn't been doing nothing great, you know. He hasn't been going off. He hasn't been going like having these crazy games. He's just getting it done. Yeah. You know. And you have a good enough. We, we have a defense now. So, you know. As long as the defense is holding up and being able for us to be able to, like, you know, score some points. Like, we're not, the offense is not going to go crazy. We're not going to put up 54, 40, 50 points a game yeah. with Cooper Rush at the quarterback position. <laughs> but, you know, I I, I want to see what happens when Dak gets back. I want him to come back and I want him to light it the fuck up. But I know the feeling. Yeah, we're going to see. I, the, you get, that's what I'm saying. You get that. You get, your guy back today. I feel like the Jets' 2022 season officially starts, starts today. today. Yeah, because yeah, this is right when you get now. Your, car, your quarterback back. Right now. And now we're going to see, along the way, is Zach Wilson the guy? Yeah. I don't want to see another fucking injury. Please, please, God. <laughs> I do not want to see another injury. And I don't want to see poor play. Like, I don't want... <laughs> Here's the worst thing that could come. You know, he's going to start the first few weeks, and he's, it's going to take him a little while to get mm-hmm. back into his groove. Yeah. And he's going to look like shit, and they're going to lose games. And then people are going to be fucking mm-hmm. screaming for Flacco uh, unjustifiably. I mean, listen, I'll say one thing about Flacco, right? Mm-hmm. This is one thing I'll say. He's a veteran presence that you want on your team if you have a young starting quarterback. Yeah. 100%. But you don't want him playing all the time. And I think some of these... Um, I think some of these numbers, because he was like top three in, uh, in passing yeah, yards, yeah. right? You, If you're watching the Jets, you know yeah. that most of those yards are coming in garbage mm-hmm. time. Yeah, of course. You know, so, I mean, he, I, you know, he did fine. It's fine, job you know, for, for a couple part. games, yeah. whatever. But now, you know, I want to see Zach, and God, I hope he gets off to a strong start. Yeah. And I'm a little worried because... You know, the line's kind of in flux right now with the Jets, man. It's a little fucked up right now. Um, Just a lot of bad, bad luck with injuries, man. I mean, from the jump this season, it's been killer. Um, Yeah, I mean, the thing is with, with like, the Jets, he just can't play bad. You know, like, if the Jets don't win today, you know, it's like whatever. But they can't, like, it can't be a game that we're, like, where he's at, like, fucking 10 to, like, 21 you know what i'm saying i i I, yeah like it it, yeah that's gonna piss everybody off if like it's a close game the whole game and the jets just aren't doing anything like if if you know zach's working the ball moving it around you're just not getting opportunities or you're missing on like little shit here and there and he plays well like i did think jets fans could swallow that 
Oh, like a, a loss like that a lot better than if it just comes out and looks completely lost and napped, like just even like even if he ends up getting better, just coming out today and looking like that, it's just gonna be a a, a gloom to the like already gloomy ass day. Yeah, you know? like well, I, listen, I will say. I do think the Jets will win today. I, Dude, I don't think it'll be pretty. I think I, I might have picked them to win today, too. I think actually. it's going to be a real ugly game. I do. I picked the Jaguars to win today, too. Upset over the Eagles? I yeah. like it. Doug, Doug Peterson revenge game. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I think the Jets are going to win today. I think they're going to come out. They're going to put some points up. I think, um, I mean, if we get to 27 points and win, like, 27-20, yeah, I'll take great. that. Be great. I'll take it. I'll take it. But, um, yeah, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting um, a lot of running today. Yeah. I want to see some Brees Hall action. I want to see Michael Carter get going, man, because, listen, anytime Michael Carter touches the ball, he does, he never goes down for, uh, after no, first contact. No, great. Dude. Ever. He's ever. Great. That guy needs more opportunities. And, listen, Brees Hall, he'll have his time, too, but mm-hmm. – Look, you have a you have a star in Michael Carter. I'm oh, telling yeah. you that right now. I think you have two. I think both, him and Brees Hall are both like at that level. Yeah, yeah. I think they both. I think you have two guys that could be easily like stars. Another stupid group chat, gentlemen. <laughs> the fantasy league, stupid assholes. I want to see Elijah Moore start cooking, man. That's yeah. a little disappointing. Oh, yeah. But now with Zach back, I think you know they'll get that connection going. Um, yeah. Like they hopefully started getting towards the end of last Wilson year. Hopefully Wilson doesn't start falling off. That other Wilson's here. I'd like to see that continue. Oh too. my God! Yeah, please. Because he's the real. He is the real deal. That kid, man. Wilson I am Wilson. Super know, impressed. Nice. Super impressed, man. Um, yeah. So let's see what happens there, man. But we were saying also spooky season October. Of course. So there's news on the horror front. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you heard this yet. Um, but Eli Roth mm-hmm. and. <laughs> This is a, a very unlikely um, duo mm-hmm. uh, as a production team, but you have Eli Roth and 50 Cent <laughs> to produce uh, three films together. Uh, it makes sense to me because 50 Cent just has money up the ass. And listen, I mean, I like I like his acting. Yeah, exactly. And I like, um, you know, Power, the show Power. Yeah. I, I thought I that was really a great show. It, but yeah. And I mean, I all the spinoffs 50. after it, too, mm-hmm. have been pretty solid. So... I I'm optimistic. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is weird. I ne- yeah, yeah. Know, um, I never expected Fifty Cent to enter the horror genre. No, yeah, yeah that's a little strange. But boy. hey, maybe we'll be surprised. You know. <laughs> um, so the maybe fil- he's like, I got to star in one of these movies. Okay, why not? <laughs> Fifty in a like a real horror movie with Eli Roth. Uh, so these are called The Gun, Trackmaster, and Creature House. Those are the three movies. Those are the three movies, and they have a little breakdown of um, oh, so they uh, what they have are. Like an idea, okay? Yeah. So the gun comes. That sounds like the one for fifty would be in gun. <laughs> the gun uh, synopsis here is when a young man with a bright future seeks to get revenge for his father's murder, he finds a gun that is haunted by an what? evil force. <laughs> oh man! I hope it's like stupid. Yeah, like I. That sounds fucking stupid. Like that so, can't be a serious plot, right? No, that's like that cocaine bear. I'm like, that's not real. That's real. What's cocaine bear? It's a movie about a bear that like got into like a big ate like a stash of like 150 pounds of like cocaine or something. <laughs> no. It's like a, based on a true story, no. and it was like running amok in a city, in, like Alaska or some Stop shit like that. It. I swear to God, it's a movie. They made it like a movie like. I, saw, I keep seeing people post them. Like, you're crazy. This is ridiculous. Cocaine bear. Yeah. Oh, I got to see this. So, I mean, like, this is, 
gun doesn't sound. I mean, you have a haunted gun. So I mean, what's that movie? Movie Rubber wasn't it like just like a tire. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, I could see them just having a haunted gun. Yeah, <laughs> and make it ridiculous, and yeah, I'm yeah. sure it'll be entertaining. But God, I hope they don't make this like a serious, serious? movie. Yeah. Not with that plot. <clears throat> no. No. Oh, no. How many monos you give that? That. Yeah. Oh my God, that's probably getting like one mono. Oh, take care. Brush it. Take care, brush your hair. So the second one is Trackmaster. Track or trap? Track. Okay. Track. Like running a track. Um, This one, uh, a rap duo uses a beat of mysterious origins Mm -hmm. in their new single and accidentally unleashes an ancient spirit (laughs) that brutally murders anyone who hears it. So it should be called Trap. (laughs) Yeah. After the young rappers make the discovery, a race is on to top the song's release. That Um, sounds really ridiculous. Also ridiculous, but also not original because that reminds me of a couple other movies. uh, Um, Shitty ass. um, The worst movie ever. What? Um, You know, Rob Zombie. Fucking... why am I spacing? Lords of Salem. Oh, no. Something no. similar. Yeah, like yeah. Cornball shit. Um, I was thinking um something gasm. Well, I have I have the movie. Um Gasm? Yeah. And it was like a metal band. And oh. they found <clears throat> I know what you're talking about. There's like a They found ah, these notes and yeah. they started playing it. Deathgasm or something? Yeah, that's it. Shit. Yeah, I think it's Deathgasm. Is it? Something like that. Yeah, thing. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Movie's not bad. No, that's a fun one. <clears throat> yeah. but um, So that's what I thought of when mm-hmm. I read that. I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of familiar. But like, but from what are the first two, it sounds like this is going to be like kind of like a joke. Wacky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you ready for the last one? Yeah. Creature House? Yeah. And after the untimely death of a legendary makeup and visual effects guru... A group of his friends and foes gather at his studio only to find themselves trapped in the artist's horror movie museum <laughs> as the exhibition creatures supernaturally come to life. Yeah, whack bullshit. Uh, yeah, so this I, I I wonder now, since these both sound if these all sound like ridiculous, if they're gonna release them together as like an anthology story type of deal. Yeah. You know? No, I, I think these are full length feature films, man, Ooh. individually. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. That sounds pretty rough. And for Eli Roth, like, uh, such an established guy mm-hmm. to put his name out well, there. Like, he's just like, yeah, he's like, hey, you know, 50's got a ton of money, so I can do what I really want. <laughs> yeah. I want to fuck around a little bit. It's not going to matter. I don't know. Maybe we'll be surprised. I don't I don't know. Because Eli Roth, he does, like, you know, he does a lot of good shit, but, like, he does a lot of everything. Like, I see his name on everything. Yeah. Like... So I feel like he doesn't even care as long as he's getting a check, you know. That could very, very well be true. I can't argue that at all. Because yeah, I see his yeah. name on everything. Yeah, Eli Roth this, Eli Roth yeah. this. TV even if show, he's not like show. directing or producing uh-huh. it or whatever. Yeah, he has some type. He's associated with it somehow, just to oh, yeah. make some money. So yeah, no, that get that brother. So yeah, just wanted to drop that yeah, little cool, one, though. man, because that that's was interesting. Funny. That was interesting. Fucking three of the uh, three full length features of that shit though. That's rough. <laughs> I know. Hey, listen, um, let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Let Dave do his thing. On the other side, we'll get into the card oh, segment. Yeah, we'll we got Jersey talk. Oh, yeah, we got Jersey talk. And we have a few other things. So stick shit. around. We'll be right back after this. All right. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports. And today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. 
You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today, I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. And we are back for the second half of yeah. episode 28. Like cook crap. Um, dip set treatment. Dip set. Dip set. To the end of the last episode, though, was, I, was, I was dying when I listened to it. We played the Arnie. Like the I wonder music. who caught that. I don't know. Some sick fucks had to have caught that. I heard that. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Because <laughs> you were getting on the Gilbert Grape thing. I know. That's too far. <laughs> Burger Barn. It's Burger Barn, Gilbert. <laughs> But yeah, now we got is our once again unnamed card segment <laughs> where we Where'd throw out a random cards from my collection yeah. when I grew up as a kid. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it, mm-hmm. brother. Let's see. What's the first poll? First one is, oh, I like this. What's that? I like this. This is a score. It's got to be old one. Let me see. It's a 1990. I'm either going blind yeah. or I'm just too high to fucking read it. <coughs> but it's a 1990 score from uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. And he is Christian Okoye. Okoye. The Nigerian Nightmare. nightmare. The Nightmare Man. Um, the so nightmare. we're going way back here, man. But this is this is a really, really cool card. Mm-hmm. He was, I mean, if a lot of people probably don't know of him. I mean, another one that's really not talked about no, too much. But he had a fucking cool-ass fucking nickname. Yeah, and he was, and he was fucking hard good. as fuck, dude. Yeah. Try getting Nigerian that guy Nigerian Nightmare is like the coolest fucking nickname ever. So back of the card says, no other running back in the NFL has the power, size, and speed yeah. that Christian has. In 1989, he was built like a linebacker. Only six years after he played his very first football game, he topped the league with 1,480 Jesus yards Christ. rushing. Jesus, that's Christ. in '89. Yeah, and his fucking second year playing football ever. <laughs> Quite a remarkable accomplishment. And as Chiefs coach Marty Schottenheimer Marty. said, the frightening thing is that he hasn't reached his potential yet. Wow. Of course, he's only playing football for a year at that point. It's insane. For six years. Okay. But um, 
Yeah, he, he, that's insane. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I forget his origin of did he go to college or whatever, but he didn't have a lot of football experience no, going in. I just in. remember the nickname. I just remember the Nigerian, Nigerian nightmare. nightmare. I remember just being like, that dude's a running back. <laughs> like Christian what? became the first Kansas City runner ever to be picked to the Pro Bowl and to lead the NFL in rushing. Jeez. Along the way, he had sets. He had set or tied 17 records. Wow. Among them were most 100-yard rushing games, most game rushing attempts, mm. most season rushing attempts, and most season rushing yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy was a fucking beast, dude. But yeah, that's a cool one. That's gonna be a yeah, t- that's, that's gonna a be a one. tough one to top today. Yeah, that's a good one. But let's see what, yeah, what else we got. What else we got? Because that's a damn that's a damn good one. Number two, um, staying on the offensive side of the mm-hmm. ball, we're going to upper deck collectors upper deck choice nineteen ninety seven. Um, Wide receiver, mm-hmm. Musin Muhammad from Musin the Muhammad. Carolina Panthers. Guy. I fucked with him heavy. His son played in the XFL. No shit. Uh-huh. Fun fact. <coughs> yeah, no fun fact. Musin Muhammad, good man. Didn't he also play for the Bears? I think so. Yeah, Maybe that might have been later in his career. Yeah, later on. Uh, he, he definitely started with the Panthers, though. For sure. Yeah, he was there for a while. He was, a, he was like uh, their, their big guy. Yeah. Big name guy there. Was never like no. top level receiver, no. but Delon was Delon's guy though. I'm pretty sure. I think he had injuries too. Yeah, good yeah. receiver though. Yeah, solid. So number three, um, mm-hmm. we're going uh, score again. 1999, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First defensive one today. Yes. Cornerback from the San Francisco 49ers. Niners mm-hmm. fans, where you at? You might remember this guy, R.W. McCorders. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's crazy. I forgot all about him. <laughs> That's a fucking, that's a random one. Yeah. R.W. McCorders. How about that? <laughs> R.W. McCorders. Only 5'11". Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a little guy. Huh. Drafted uh, for, by the Niners in uh, 98. Good man. So, yeah, we got uh, Krishna yeah. Koi, Musa Muhammad, and R.W. McCorders this yes. week. And uh, I believe the runaway favorite's the Nigerian Nightmare for, like, these three cards for sure. 100%. Yeah. 100%. He's the pick. It was always the Nigerian nightmare. The nightmare, man. That shit's still The nightmare, me. man. The nightmare, man. Crazy Chris, motherfucker. Crazy Chris, motherfucker. That's right. All right, let's get into some. That's right. It's uh, everyone's favorite segment. That's Jersey Talk. I don't even know what that means. What is that noise? <laughs> just a little intro. Uh, Jersey Talk, Jersey Talk, Jersey Talk. Like I said, I'm just going to do it like that. I'm going to do it like that. <laughs> Yeah, this is the segment that was brought to us by our fan and friend Dan Sharkey, where we go and we just look, uh, we pick our favorite jerseys from our favorite, you know, from every team. We just go through every team. Division by division. Division by division, soon sport by sport. And we pick our favorite jersey of that franchise. So today we are on the NFC North. Because we did the AFC North last week. We did, we did. So, the NFC North consists of the Packers, the Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions. So, where are we starting off? We'll start with we'll the Lions. Start with the Lions? Yeah. All right. Well, when I, I feel look, like this is your um, your mm-hmm. second NFC team lately. Lately? I don't know. I've been, because I, I always like Dan Campbell. He's the fucking man. And, like, I definitely, they're my sleeper pick to make a playoff spot for sure. Because they're not that bad. And, like, 
Jared Goff is so underrated. Like, he's disrespected. He's not great. Don't get me wrong. But he gets so disrespected by people. You know, they got Amara St. Brown who's coming on. They got some players. But and like I said, Dan Campbell is a fucking great coach. But when I look at the team's history, their jersey history, I said it before. So I'm looking at them now even. But, like, overall, I like that that uh, their, their, black, their 90s black jersey is my favorite. I think it's cool as fuck. These ones right here with Megatron. These yeah. ones? Yes. That's fucking awesome with the dark blue, with the blue number like this that. This is the yeah, uh, Joey awesome. Harrington era. Yep. <laughs> Shitty Harrington era. But those jerseys are sick. Those are my favorites. Um, for sure. Yeah, this, these were like one of the early black alternates mm-hmm. before everybody had them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's one that I would compete with, and it's this one here. It's that old white one? Yeah. This, this white one. Mm-hmm. I do like that one. And I also, also do enjoy the classic blue with the the Barry Sanders era yeah. blue. Yeah, those are sick. No, yeah. they're definitely sick. But when I just like overall for me, it's the black jersey. Yeah, I, I'm going with the um going with the, the white with the black yeah. um, numbers. I mean the black outline around the numbers. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I, I like, like those. those. I respect them. So respect moving on. Them. All right, what do we got now? The Vikings. The Vikings, which. Listen, for me personally, always felt like they had great jerseys. Yeah, I always thought they were cool. There was that that random yellow jersey that I don't know where that came from or if that was ever used or what. You had that random yellow with the purple number. Randy Moss. Randy Moss jersey. That was my prize jersey. We sold. We found. We found that again yeah. in the wild, and we saw. We found it and sold it. Yep. Uh, yeah, that that jersey, man. I don't know why I loved it. I think it I loved cool. it because it was so obscure. Yeah, no one else had it. Very unique. It was a yellow um, starter. It was a yellow starter, right, mm-hmm. with uh, the purple numbers. Yeah, and um, still to this day, I think it's my favorite. I don't yeah. see it on the list, but yeah, because um, I don't know if they ever actually wore them. Yeah, I don't know, but you know? if we're counting alternates, that's a cool one. I think that's my fave. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. When I look at their jerseys. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of like the... I don't like the yellow numbers. I was going to say I'm not like the biggest fan of that. But like I don't like that with the era before this era either. Like when they first modernized. Was it uh, during the Culpepper era or yeah, after? Yeah, like right, right after maybe mm-hmm. where they modernized. I didn't like that. So I'd say probably like that Culpepper era is probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that purple one with the... Yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. Okay, I mean, I like that all purple, but the yellow number kills it. Yeah, I don't so. like that. Even, even I don't even like the yellow stripes down. No, but yeah, so I'm gonna go with the yellow alternate because I'm partial to it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm gonna go with that too. I just don't see it anywhere. Yep. So I'm gonna go with just because that jersey's cool as shit. But it exists because we saw it twice. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> yeah, we were it was in our possession recently. Um, cool. So yeah. All right, we'll go with that. We both agree with that. That makes sense. Now what do we got? The Bears, the Bears, the Bears. I the I bears. clearly have a favorite that I it, yeah because you know what I'm not a big Bears jersey fan yeah. at all. There's one that stands out to me. Oh yeah, same one for me too. Isn't the orange one? Hundred percent. Yeah, me yeah. too. Which one? The orange one with the white pants. Um, the orange one. Did they the ever do it with anything else? Did they ever go orange on orange? I don't think so. Yeah, so I think it's just the orange with the white pants then. Yeah. I dig that. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's easy. That's an easy yeah. one. Was, yeah. They actually had a lot more jerseys than I thought. Now, onto the Packers, right? The Packers, yeah. The Packers are very fucking basic. I mean, 
<laughs> Where do you go? Uh, yeah, okay. So yeah. they had this Ugly alternate. Yes, alternate. The 1994 throwback unis. Hate that. Ugly with the yellow shoulders, Ugh. the plain yellow helmet. Ugh, so ugly. I hate when the, the I hate when the NFL like like when the teams were wearing rocking these types of for jerseys, what that like when the Jets were doing the tight hated shit. it hate that hated shit. it like, it's so drove me crazy stupid. it's not the Jets no it's not come on exactly like this isn't the Packers this shit you know like yeah. I don't know those shits are ugly as hell to me I hate that shit. I mean, the classics. Uh, yeah, my favorite is probably the Favre era classic white, clean. White top? Basic. Yep. Yellow pants? Yep. That's the one I would go with for sure. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, there's really not. Oh, look at this one. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah. These were like, this looks like I Notre that, Dame yeah, pants. I hate that, or that pure yellow helmet. And like that, that Yeah, that pure yellow helmet. And that plain white jersey with just no. green numbers. Nope. Ugh. Terrible. I'm gonna go with the white. I agree. Yeah, that's that's the way to be. That's the way to be. Yeah, man. So again, that was a that was an easy version of it. Really was this week's <laughs> Jersey talk for a fact. That was that was easy breeze. Like, you know what it is? Those teams, when you look at them as a whole, they didn't they weren't switching it up too much. You know, their jerseys are not like all over the fucking map. You know, no, not at all. So that concludes this week's fucking Jersey talk. So that's that. And now, uh, what do we got next? What do we, 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 what do we got over here? Uh, a little wrestling news. Some wrestling, little, wrestling news. A little wrestling stuff. What happened? Um, AEW, first of all, mm-hmm. we have our full gear tickets. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We will be, I will be in the house. I will be able to go to that. Excellent. Sure. So Excellent. Um, those pre-sales came up. I got the notification on my phone. And I'm like, because I wasn't sure if mm-hmm. we were going to go or not. Um. But then that notification came through my email. Pre-sales now on. I'm like, fuck, fuck it. it. Let me see. <laughs> and, dude, it was tough. It was tough to get tickets. I mean, they were really? selling quick. Really, really yeah. fast uh, on the pre-sale. But, yeah, we got them. We're good. We're secure. Nice. We'll be in the building, man. A lot of cool stuff uh, going on with AEW right now, man. Nice. Jericho, ROH champion. Yeah. Um, that that's cool. awesome. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's what I love about fucking AEW. They'll do like that shit. Like I said, they'll make a fucking Wednesday Dynamite into like a real a pay-per-view. pay-per-view. It's awesome. Now, the yeah. only thing I, I, I get nervous about AEW, well, a couple things, right? And, and nothing's perfect, um, mm. uh, of course. But, you know, how many belts are, are they going to have under like, I mean, I know they're separate umbrellas, mm-hmm. but, you know, everyone kind of competes for them. So, I mean, it's it's almost like everyone could have a belt. <laughs> It's getting that uh, way. You I got the ROH Pure yeah. title. You got the ROH World. You got all these other fucking belts out there. You got the Trios title now. Mm-hmm. Um, the TNT title. Um, yeah, it's like Attitude Era when like there was like a million straps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get but there's also a million guys now. Yeah, there is. There is. So, I mean, it makes sense. You're going to have to have them compete for something. Make them If you want to make them relevant, you know, you have you, to have you, them compete for something. Do you think people are getting tight that... Uh, they gave Jericho the ROH title. Maybe. I could see it. I mean, you know, I don't like, know why. Like real like ROH diehards. Oh, yeah. There's some real zips out there like, fuck Jericho. You know? He's too mainstream. But you really can't hate Jericho. He's the GOAT. No, he is. He's really the GOAT. He really, really, really is. I mean. Like, he's done it all everywhere. Forever entertaining. Always mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's not like he's, yeah. That's why I feel like. I feel like you can't really give him heat. It's Jericho. No. He's it, done it all. And I kind of like the storyline, too, of how he's like, oh, I'm going to disrespect the ROH mm-hmm. title and oh, yeah. ROH as a whole. Tre- yeah, treat it like shit. Now, what they should do, right, and if they want to capitalize on the ROH brand a little mm-hmm. more or amplify it a little more, mm-hmm. what they would do is have him headlining, like, ROH-only shows. Yeah. And having the Jericho Appreciation, Appreciation Society, uh-huh. like, 
leave them in ROH for a few months. Oh yeah, have them kind of hold the yep, hold it down with the title and shit. Exactly, and build cool. it up, get some good storylines because that's the problem too mm-hmm. right now with ROH. It's yeah. just kind of there. Yeah, like I feel like he could have a cool storyline with like Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah, right now, you know. And then like Jericho like starts going after like all the greatest ROH mm-hmm. champions of all time. Yeah. Jay Lethal. You know, yeah, yeah, and like, build programs with all those guys and keep it strictly on a ROH brand mm-hmm. with ROH pay-per-view shows, whatever. Um, or even, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even want to say this, make, making a third hour. I, I, no, I'm, I'm against, much. I'm against much. that. However, maybe there's a sec, an ROH segment mm-hmm. on a show. That just yeah. focuses on ROH. But yeah, I, I, yeah, they could do a segment. I'm not no more. No, I'm no, no, no. I know. No, no, no. Three hours too much. And like, there's a. I forget who said it. There's. They always talk about like you know wrestlers. They to talk you know on Twitter or whatever. But somebody put something out saying like that was the fall. That was a real downfall. Of WWE was making that third hour. Like they, they just especially at that point in time when they made the third hour, like. They just don't have. They just didn't have the content for it. And listen, I feel like and that with suffers. the NFL too, because not because that they don't have the content they mm-hmm. do, but it's just overkill. It's almost too mm-hmm. much. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah, there's an NFL game out at nine o'clock this morning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly, but yeah. So AEW though, um, you know, I'm excited to go to full gear. Yeah. Uh, Soraya, formerly known as yep. Paige, using at her first, real name now. At first, I was like, is that Paige? Because I. I I don't know why. Like, I just, like, she didn't look like herself for a second. I think she just got, like, a lot of work done, She man, did. You she know? definitely did. A lot. That's why I was like, is that Paige? I'm like, it is Paige. Yeah. And which which yeah, is cool. That's cool. I think she'll she's going to fit in perfectly in this women's division AEW, which by far is starting, which is actually starting to, to be a pretty good division. They just need to start building some better storylines now. Yeah. Because they have the they, now they have the girls. Jamie Hayter's starting to get built up now mm-hmm. too, um, solely by the fan base. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just keep calling for her every week. So eventually, her and Britt they're going to have to break off. But in the meantime, you have Saraya here, who hopefully is going to wrestle um, yeah, at least once in a while. Wouldn't. It's probably going to be on a limited basis based on yeah. her injuries. Um, but still, it's going to be exciting. And um, yeah, like you I'm, said, man, there's there's some good stuff going on there. Yeah, like I did. I I just. Like I said, um, who's who's uh, a new two? Also, Trina, the rapper. The rapper, yeah. yeah. I think that was just for a uh, just for a show. No, I think she's really trying to wrestle. No way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She's really trying to get in the business. Oh. Yeah, wow. and I think like having a feud with Bianca with um Bianca, Jade. Uh, yeah, Jay McCargo is perfect for yeah. that. You know the baddies and all that, but like. Now it's Sarai is there, her and Britt Baker. Can you imagine that food? Yeah, man. Like Sign me up. That can be. Uh, hopefully we get that for full gear. Imagine yeah, that's that. what I'm thinking. Oh, dude. Yeah. I don't even know who I who I want oh, to win Britt. there. Britt. Staying with the eight dub originals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> Loyalty. I like them both, man. That's a tough one. I'll be entertaining though. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, man. AEW, baby. I love AEW. I do. Like I said, everything I need right there. Wanna get into the haha? Yes. We'll cut it short today. Okay. Yes. Games are starting. Yeah, it's, it's, we got to roll. Yeah, yeah, it's football time, baby. So, um, yeah, this week's <laughs> moment of the week uh, comes from our good old friend uh, Antonio Brown. Um, I'm not sure if he was having like a CTE moment or what the fuck was happening, or maybe he is just a crazy motherfucker. But uh, apparently. 
he was hanging out poolside. Uh, and uh, I feel like I, I don't remember exactly where the hotel was, but he was at a resort hotel, one of those nice bougie places with the nice pools. And he's just floating in the water and just whips his dick out in front of everybody so they could all just see it. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going through your mind at that point or like what what you're thinking. I'm like, from the pictures and shit I've seen, like, there's like one person in the pool on the other side. And it's just like him sitting there, grab, like just dick in the wind. Like, do you just assume that you're so fucking rich and like you just don't care that much anymore that you just do that shit? Like, I just no, I just think out. he's insane. Or you think he's bananas. just insane? Yes. You think it's CTE? Think I think it has something to do with I it. I think it does too. Ever, I'm telling you, ever since Vontez Burfick smacked the shit out of him, yep. he has never been the same. So, uh, yeah, that's this week's moment of the week because um who the fuck is else is going to pull their dick out in public like that besides antonio brown so uh good luck to that i don't know where that's going to lead him but i'm sure there's going to be some charges or some some something's coming down the pipeline from this uh he's not going to scave out of here like brett Favre did so uh with that i guess uh We'll what, wrap it up. Yeah, let's sign off, brother. Nice short one for you today, folks. Uh, we're getting into the games for this Sunday. Uh, yeah, that's that. Everybody, everybody that fucking listens, you should go to the website. You know, allstarvintage.shop. Uh-huh. shop. That's right. Buy some shit and take it fucking sleazy. We out. This has been the All Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts. Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it. Walking down.